Today is Sunday, May 6, 2018. Let's take a look at the funny together, shall we? I hope everybody's doing well and everything's going good in your lives. Uh, nothing, nothing too exciting to report here today. Um, it's May, May 6th. So that's, that's something. Um, still haven't, still haven't made it out to see the, uh, the Infinity Wars yet. Looking forward to that. So don't, don't, uh, psychically send me any spoilers until then. Finally, we just, we're trying to catch up. We watched, uh, Ragnarok last night and it was, it was pretty good. There. That's, that's my movie review from eight months ago. All right. Our first comic of the day is Pearls Before Swine by Stephen Pastis. In this episode, there's several panels that are poorly drawn, uh, which indicates that one of the characters is drawing a comic. And it, basically, it's about a guy who uh, he's unhappy, so he buys a lottery ticket and, and he wins one day. And he goes out and he buys a bunch of cars and a boat and a big house, and he's going, yay. And then it says, oh, then suddenly he had a realization. He is still unhappy. And he spent the rest of his days yelling at his money to make him happy. And then uh, we cut to the uh, the three main characters, which are a goat, a mouse, and a pig. And they're going, well, there's got to be a lesson here somewhere. And the mouse goes, yeah, he probably just needs a bigger house. And the pig yells, buy more cheese. I assume that's the voice of the pig. <laughs> Whatever I just did, buy more cheese. Uh, that's That's what he screams. So the joke here is that uh, there's probably a lesson, but they don't know what it is. And the lesson is money can't buy you happiness. But to them, it just need, means that, you know, the more money you have, you, you should use it to buy more cheese. Our next comic of the day is The Born Loser in this episode. Uh, okay, the mom is outside with the kid, and she's saying that we're going to build a, we're going to make a vegetable garden. She has a shovel. Um... And she goes, yeah, yeah, healthy, homegrown vegetables are the best thing you can eat. Uh, the best part is you're going to help me plant and maintain this garden. And the kid goes, aw, gee, it's bad enough that I have to eat vegetables. Now you're going to put me to work making them. The joke here is that kids do not like vegetables and would prefer to eat garbage. So that's the joke. That's the joke there. Our next comic of the day is Ripley's Believe It or Not and uh <laughs> Ripley's Believe It or Not has multiple things. It just tells you interesting facts. This one, I'm not going to read them all, but this one uh, informs us that frogs have teeth. And it's a picture of a frog that you might see at like a, uh, in a 1970s comic uh, about psychedelic animals or something. And it's just grinning and it's disconcerting. But next to that, there's a picture of an elderly woman with uh, with cat's eye glasses, and it says <laughs> says under her, following the Kennedy assassination, Lee Harvey Oswald's mother sold her autograph to tourists in Dealey Plaza. So you got that going on. You got t- teeth with frogs and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's mom profiting off the death of the president. So that's that's interesting, I guess. And, all right, our next comic of the day is the Argyle Sweater, which I must warn you is not, I repeat, it is not the far side. Uh, in this episode, it's called uh, At the House of Wax Museum. At the House of Wax Museum. And it's candles. There are candles looking at statues of other candles, okay? Is that, I hope that makes sense. So it's the House of Wax, so the candles are looking at candle statues. And this is the Hall of Music. And uh, the joke about this one is the, just the names of the 
characters. There's Wick Clark, which is like Dick Clark, but he's a candle, so it's it's Wick Clark. There's Michael Waxon, which rhymes with Michael Jackson, and we know it's Michael Jackson because it's a candle with his head on fire hey! because it's a lit candle, and he's holding a can of uh, Pepsi because Michael Jackson caught his head on fire while filling a Pepsi ad. Then there's Melton John singing Candle in the Wind, and uh, it's Candle playing a piano, because Melton John sounds like Elton John, and one of Elton John's big hits was Candle in the Wind, which was about, um, well, I I think he, he did multiple versions of it, one for Lady Diana, and I think the original one was uh, Marilyn Monroe, maybe. I, there may have been one for Bella Abzug, I'm not sure. And then the final uh, one is is a menorah, and it's Menorah Jones, which is, there's a singer named Nora Jones, but this is just Menorah Jones. And there's nothing humorous about it other than the fact that it's a menorah, and menorah has the word Nora in it. So that's the comedy there. Candles. Looking at candles with names similar to human singers. Our next comic of the day is Mama by Mel Lazarus. In this episode, uh, Mama's daughter comes in to see Mama and... And she goes, why are you always so upset with me? I mean, haven't I ever made you happy? And Mama goes, why, of course. There was that time uh, on April 3rd, 1995, when you got an A in geography. And then there was the time in 2002 when you won the spelling bee. And then uh, in 2005 when you got your first job. But best of all, says Mama, was yesterday. And the daughter goes, yesterday? Mama says, yes. That's when you finally called to tell me all those other things. And the joke here is that Mama is passive-aggressive, and she is mentally abusive to her children, and her children do not like her. Our next comic of the day is Pickles by Brian Crane. In this episode, uh, Pickles is talking to Mrs. Pickles and says, uh, Hey, would you have married me if I was shorter than you? And she goes, Yeah, I don't think so. And he goes, wow, I didn't know you were that shallow. Interesting. Hey, how about my looks? I suppose you probably wouldn't have married me if I weren't so good looking either, right? And she does a spit take with her, her soda, and her spit take is designated by the word foo, P-H-O-O, exclamation point, exclamation point. So she spits out her, she goes, foo. And then uh, Mr. Pickles, who is now covered in soda, this is uh, says, well, I'll take that as a no. And the joke here is that Mr. Pickles is not an attractive man, and now he's covered in spit and soda pop. Our next comic of the day is Herb and Jamal by Stephen Ben... All right, okay. This one is, uh... This one's egregious. In this episode, uh, one of the kid the kids is talking to his mom and says, Hey, Mom, I said something mean to my sister, but I apologized, and I don't understand why she won't get over it. And the mother goes, Really? Well, here... Take this plate and drop it on the floor. And so he does. With a crash. And she goes, did the plate break? And he says, yes. Okay, now tell it you're sorry. So he tells the plate that he's sorry. And mom says, well, did it unbreak? And the kid says, no. And then she goes, now? And she's angry now. She's been calm the whole time. But now she's angry and pointing a finger at him. And goes, now do you understand? And he says, yes. So this is is one of those things that they... 
this isn't even this is not first of all it's not original to him i've heard this going around for a while now that you know you you break a plate you can't unbreak it by merely apologizing which means our words have consequences and even if we apologize for our misdeeds we've still done damage that may be irreparable uh but you know i i guess the the other underlying point is that perhaps people shouldn't be as fragile as plates that would be another thing because if you're not as fragile as a plate you won't shatter when somebody says something to you but whatever <sighs> all right the next comic is the wizard of is of is the wizard of is which the wizard of is or the wizard of id whichever the wizard of superego i don't know what it is it's the wizard of id in this episode the king is sleeping and he's restless he can't sleep so he does this for many panels uh, there's not even a pre-joke this time. It's just the king, like, not sleeping. And so he finally, he uh, goes up to the guard and says, I want you to assign me to a guard to, to a guard tower. And the, the guard says, are, are you sure? And he says, yes, yes. And then the last panel shows the king asleep at his post. And the other guard, a guard is speaking to the other guard and saying, yes, responsibility. The cure for, in, the ins- sorry, responsibility. Responsibility. The insomnia cure. That boy, that that would have been a lot funnier if I had uh, not not bobbled that one. So let me try again. Responsibility, the insomnia cure. The joke here is that if you give somebody something to do where they're required to do it, it makes them sleepy and they want they want to take a nap, which is weird. Our next comic of the day is Ziggy by Tom Wilson. In this episode, uh, a bunch of people, including Ziggy, are standing at a place called Inspiration Point where they overlook a town. Uh, well, yeah, well, it looks like a farm. There, it looks like they're on a cliff overlooking a farm. And um, they're all thinking or saying, Eureka! And there's a mathematician who has a formula. Uh, there's another scientist, math guy, who's doing some trigonometry with, a, with angles and whatnot. There's a, a girl who is inspired to write music because we see the the musical notation there and then and they're all saying eureka and then and then then good old ziggy there he's looking over and and he's thinking about a vacuum cleaner a vacuum cleaner the brand of which is eureka so the joke here is that the word eureka means uh you know it goes back to the greek days of that guy in the tub who realized that uh when you get in a tub you displace water um and that made him leap out of the tub and run through the town yelling Eureka. Uh, and then he was arrested for running through the town naked yelling Eureka. But that's but you, when you yell Eureka, it means you come up with a a, uh, a discovery or a thought or whatever. But in Ziggy's case, poor old Ziggy, he's just thinking of a vacuum cleaner that's called a Eureka. Ha ha! Our next comic of the day is Hagar the Horrible by Dick Brown with no C in the word Dick. In this episode, uh, Hagar is comes home and goes, "Oh, I'm sure I'm hungry." And and Helga says, "Well, there's no there's no dinner. I mean, there's no groceries. You want to take me to dinner?" He goes, "Ugh, there's not a reasonably priced restaurant in this this village." And she goes, "Well, I have some good news. It'll cheer you up. My friend told me that there's a new restaurant opening just down the road, and they're going to give a free steak dinner to the first ten people that come there." And and we don't even see him, but we hear the door go bam because Hagar has run away because he wants that free steak. And uh, in fact, in the last panel, he is standing there with a bib around his neck, a knife and fork in his hands with sweat shooting off his face for some reason. And the builders are there and they're, they're, they're building. 
the thing because one of them has a wheelbarrow and one of them is carrying uh, two 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 by fours. There's a sign in the background that says "Coming Soon Eric's Steakhouse," and uh, one of the builders says to Hagar, "Hey, we're going as fast as we can." <laughs> the joke here is that Hagar really, really wants him some free steak, and he's going to wait until they give it to him. But he's being impatient. And the thing is, the restaurants—it's not even built yet. All right, our next comic of the day is "The Family Circus" by Bill Keen. Uh, in this uh, episode, okay, um, Dolly is hanging out her window looking out at the kids who are outside and her her window makes it appear that she that her that the house has a false it, I'm trying to explain this. The window is so high for is too high for a first floor window, but it's too low for a second floor window. So it makes it look like there is like a uh, a secret level underneath the first floor of the uh, of the Keen household which is probably where they bury all the joy. So I'm guessing that's what it is. But anyways, Dolly is looking out of this, this unnaturally high window, and the kids are saying, hey, Dolly, you want to come out and play? And uh, Dolly is inside. She goes, no, I have to stay in my room. I'm being punished. But what we now see in her room is that, oh, her room's full of toys and things to do that are fun. So so she has to stay in her room, but, but, but she's a selfish and... But, and and not grateful child and doesn't realize that she has so many wonderful things she can do in her room and it's really not a punishment to be in there because she has a lot of toys yeah that's it man so yeah kids uh kids don't appreciate things i guess hmm. finally today andy cap is drunk This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com. Hey, Dad. 